0: Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Relationship Doctor. I'm Dr. Steven Snyder, And today I want to talk to you about something that's a little bit controversial these days. Video games. And what to do if you think someone you love might be addicted to them. I want you to imagine with me the following situation. Your partner seems to be spending more and more time playing their favorite online video game. They're up late at night playing long after you fall asleep. They no longer seem to have much interest in sex. You ask them to cut down, but you don't get much response. What do you do? Well, let's think about it. If you and your partner are like most people these days, each of you really do live in two different worlds at the same time. The real world and the virtual or online world. As we discussed in episode three, this has serious implications for intimate relationships in the 21st century. One of the most popular ways people live on the Internet is through online video games. According to the Entertainment Software Association, 75% of American households include at least one video gamer. The video game industry makes more money than the film and music industries combined. Gaming can be a fun, engaging diversion in the right context. But for some people, video game use can become a problem. Many mental health professionals think that for a very small percentage of regular users, video games can even be addictive. That's controversial, as we'll discuss today, but what's clear is that video gaming can occasionally have serious negative consequences. As my editor, a former video game journalist herself, notes, I've seen marriages dissolve, people who lost friends and even jobs because of gaming, and young adults flunking out of college as a result of problem gaming habits. These stories aren't the norm, but they're out there. New neuroscience suggests that video games can activate changes in your brain similar to addictive substances like drugs or alcohol. Problem gaming can be a form of self-medication. In 2013, the American Psychiatric Association, or APA, reviewed the arguments for and against including something called Internet Gaming Disorder in its most recent Diagnostic and Statistical Manual, or DSM-5. The APA felt there wasn't enough research evidence to make a decision, but they did include it in a special section at the back of the manual as a potential disorder requiring further research study. More recently, The World Health Organization, or WHO, made the decision to add gaming disorder to its international classification of diseases. According to the APA, there are nine criteria for internet gaming disorder. Keep in mind that at this time, this is merely a proposed condition in need of further study. Five of these criteria have to be present within a year to make the diagnosis. First, preoccupation with gaming. Second, withdrawal symptoms such as sadness, anxiety, or irritability when gaming is not possible. Third, tolerance or the need to spend more and more time gaming to satisfy the urge. Fourth, unsuccessful attempts to reduce or quit gaming. Fifth, giving up other activities or losing interest in activities you previously enjoyed due to gaming. Sixth, continuing to play despite its causing problems in your life. Seventh, deceiving family members or others about the amount of time you spend on gaming. Eighth, use of gaming to relieve negative moods such as guilt or hopelessness. And finally, ninth, having jeopardized or lost a job or relationship due to gaming. As you can see, being addicted to gaming is not just about what you do, it's about what you give up in order to keep doing it. As with just about all mental disorders, the condition has to have caused significant impairment or distress in several aspects of a person's life to be considered a problem. But let's get back to the situation we discussed at the beginning. Your partner seems to be spending more and more of their time playing online video games, and they're doing it to a point where they no longer seem very invested in your relationship. Now, you're not an addiction expert, but you are an expert in what you need in a relationship. At some point, you'll need to sit your partner down and talk about the problem. Pick a time when you're both well-rested and not in a hurry. Listen, you might say, I think you and I are at a crossroads here. I want to be with you, but you're spending so much of your time and energy on gaming that it doesn't feel like we're in a real relationship anymore. I'm hoping we can get our relationship back. Maybe they've been worried about their video game habit, too. If so, that's a good sign. Ask if they have any ideas about what to do to get themselves back in the real world with you. You might want to look together at the APA criteria for the newly proposed Internet Gaming Disorder condition. It's officially grilling season at the Home Depot. So don't miss Memorial Day Savings on Grills, happening now so you can celebrate with a backyard barbecue for the whole block. Step up your grill game and serve up a feast with the Next Grill 4 Burner Gas Grill, with durability to last summer after summer. On special buy, only $199. Get ready for a whole summer of entertaining at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches, but there's only one that's crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem. Of a detour. But now let's imagine a different scenario. Let's say your partner doesn't want to discuss the issue, or they get angry, or they say you worry too much. Why wouldn't they be interested in getting help if their gaming habit is a problem? That's paradoxical, right? The answer may be that to your partner, gaming may feel more like a solution than a problem. When they're gaming, they feel happier, more involved, more alive. So what's the best treatment for this kind of problem? Well, there aren't any authoritative guidelines yet, since video game addiction is a relatively new issue. But there are some excellent reviews online, which I've noted on the online version of this episode, that summarize what's known and not known about what to do when video gaming becomes a problem. The APA has a web tool where you can type in your zip code and the research term behavioral addiction and get a list of well-credentialed care providers in your area. In addition, there are 12-step programs specifically for online gamers, websites where for a modest price you or your partner can get access to a whole suite of practical resources, and at the extreme, residential treatment programs that offer a serious detox from life online, and a special community of other people trying to rebuild their lives. One important disclaimer, these programs all have their enthusiasts and their skeptics. I can't specifically recommend any of them, but if you want to increase your understanding of what help is available, they're a good place to start. I've spoken to lots of people with addictions, both chemical and behavioral who've told me the main thing they had to learn was that they're different from other people. Most people can play video games without going down the rabbit hole to addiction, but for whatever reason, some people just can't. They're like a race car with no brakes. Words can be of limited value when you're dealing with an addiction, but maybe you'll get a look of recognition if you tell your partner you think they've become like a race car with no brakes. Maybe they've noticed that about themselves. Remember, you're asking them to consider giving up the thing that to them feels like the solution to their problems. But you've just offered them something valuable here in the real world. You've been paying attention. You've noticed something important going on, and you care enough to want to talk with them about it. It takes serious motivation to change any kind of addictive behavior, And one of the most powerful sources of motivation can be a real relationship with someone in the real world who cares. Here are the main things to keep in mind if you're worried about your partner's gaming behavior. First, don't get into an argument with your partner about whether their gaming habit is an addiction or not. Instead, stick to the facts as you've experienced them. Your feeling of abandonment, your discouragement about the relationship, your lack of a sex life together. Next, remember you have no control over your partner's behavior. The only thing you can control is how you react. Keep your reactions low-key and matter-of-fact. And finally, speak your truth. All of us today live simultaneously in two worlds, the real world and the online world. Tell your partner you can't manage your relationship with them in this world all by yourself. Tell them you can't and won't do it alone. What's your most pressing relationship question? Email it to me at relationshipdoctor at quickanddirtytips.com. You might even hear your question on the show. For more useful tips on getting more of what you need in a relationship and holding on to it once you get it, Follow me on Twitter and Facebook. Check out my book, Love Worth Making, How to Have Ridiculously Great Sex in a Long-Lasting Relationship. And be sure to listen and subscribe to Relationship Doctor on Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. All content here is for informational purposes only. This content does not replace the professional judgment of your own mental health provider.